0: what's up everybody welcome to the early risers podcast this is thursday thoughts i hope you enjoy hey what's up everybody skylar deem here founder of early risers and habit and performance coach and if you didn't know we are creatures of habit from the morning we wake up to the morning we go to bed every single day Every one of us is performing habits over and over and over, whether that be your morning routine, no matter how long or how short it may be, whether that be the way you take a shower, the way you brush your teeth, the way you speak to people, even the thoughts that you have. And when we create these habits, we sometimes do it consciously, sometimes we don't. And at the same time, these habits that we create can either be pushing us forward and helping us, or they can be pulling us backward and really hurting us. So what I want to do in this week's Thursday Thoughts is lay out five habits that I think are completely key in taking your life to the next level and becoming happier and healthier and really getting there. And then I also want to lay out some common excuses that people use of why they can't do them and show you why they're called excuses and why they're not actual reasons why they can't do them. So the first habit that I think every person should be doing is meal prepping. Now, when I say meal prepping, a lot of people just start to think of the bodybuilder who cooks dry chicken, rice, and broccoli for every single meal for every day of the week. And that's not necessarily what I mean. When I say meal prepping, I don't even necessarily mean cooking all your meals during one day of the week. As much as I think that helps and as much as I'd recommend you do it, meal prepping just means going into the week knowing what meals you're going to eat. You know, even if you don't cook all your meals on Sunday, if you know, okay, Tuesday for lunch, I'm going to be eating this. Thursday for dinner, I'm going to be eating this. And you plan out every single meal, you're going to be much less likely to, you know, not feel like cooking and go get McDonald's or completely mess up your meal and just binge on some other junk food. Although I'd recommend that you take the time once a week to do this, to really plan your meals and make them so you have them cooked and ready during the week, even just going into the week knowing is a better option. Now the biggest excuse that I hear when people say that they don't want to meal prep is that they don't want to be eating the same meal over and over and that just having to microwave your food from a plastic container is just boring. Studies have shown that people who meal prep have a higher meal variability than the people who don't when they go into the week knowing what they're going to cook this is an opportunity to try new recipes to cook these new things in bulk you know instead of doing this intense recipe and only getting one meal out of it you can now take the time to really research do those recipes and then eat for the entire week you know i have a friend who every sunday she's cooking new foods and she just sent me a picture last night of this amazing it was like chicken tomato all this other delicious stuff And that's what you want to be doing. You know, yes, you could go the lazy route, which is honestly sometimes what I do, where you go chicken, veggie, and protein, or protein, veggie, fat, or something along those lines. Or you could take the time, you know, if you're only cooking once a week or twice a week, really plan out, okay, how can I spice this meal up? So the first habit is meal prep. The second habit that I think everyone should have in their life is some type of movement. Now, movement could mean anything, where the body is actually moving. It could be running on a treadmill in the gym, which is like the most boring thing ever. It could be going out and joining a rec league. It could be lifting weights. It could be taking a walk around your block. It could be doing 30 jumping jacks. Whatever type of movement you choose, one, you have to make sure it's enjoyable. And two, you have to make sure that you make time for it every day. And the biggest excuse that I hear from people who don't exercise is... You know, I don't have the time. And what I picture that they think exercise is, is taking 20 minutes to change, to look good for the gym, to take the 20 to 30 minute drive to their gym, to do an hour to an hour and a half workout, to cool down, to maybe hit the sauna, maybe go to the steam room, to shower, change, and then drive all the way to work or back home. And that's not what it has to be. If you are efficient, you can do your entire exercise routine in 30 minutes, including changing the workout itself, showering, and getting ready for the rest of your day. Within 10 minutes of exercising, you can be on the floor in just total just exhaustion, sweating, heart beating, lungs heavy, and you can get in a great workout in that short of a time. And if you're looking for recommendations, definitely look into high-intensity interval training. Look into Tabata works at workouts. But these are the things that you don't need a lot of time for. And if you make time for them every day, even if it's not going super intense for super long every day. Even if it's just you know a 5-10 to 10 minute walk every day. Just some type of movement that gets your body in motion. That's going to allow you to have more energy. That's going to allow you to feel better. To be healthier in general. And again, it's just another habit that's really going to help you take it to that next level. The third habit that I think everyone should have in their life is reading. Now, Studies out there have shown that 42% of college graduates who actually leave college will never pick up another book in their entire lives. That's not even including the people who don't go to college. And reading is such an integral and important part of your life. You know, when you are just always surrounding yourself with this tech and your mind's always in constant motion, reading allows you to take your mind and bring it to the present. It allows you to learn new things that you care about. It allows you to get lost in these awesome stories. And the biz- biggest excuse that I hear when people bring up reading and why they don't do it is that they don't like reading. And my guess is if you don't like reading, you haven't been reading the right books. You have probably stuck to the books in college or in high school, which are just crazy boring. You've probably been picking, you know, autobiographies that don't really help you to enjoy the moment. So my suggestion would just be to try new books. You know, if you like personal development, try out new personal development books. If you like learning about computers, read about about computers. If you like fiction, if you like sci-fi, read some awesome books in that department. There are so many amazing books out there. And I'm not saying you have to read half a book a day. I'm not saying you have to read an entire book every single day. Even if you just do 10 minutes of reading a night, or 10 pages a day, any addition of reading into your routine and turning that into a habit is, again, it's going to help cultivate the mind. Because when we think about staying healthy, we think about exercise, nutrition for the body, but a lot of us don't really include habits that promote good health for our mind. So the third habit is reading. The fourth habit that I think every single person should really improve on is to get more sleep. And not only to get more sleep, but to get better sleep. The majority of human beings, especially Americans, are sleep deprived. They wake up, they run on six hours of sleep or less when seven is the recommended value. Their sleep quality isn't great. And one of the biggest excuses I hear for that is, again, I don't have the time to sleep. You know, I have to be constantly busy. And my recommendation is just really evaluate your day-to-day life. Do you really not have time to sleep? Are you really busy and working on things that matter for every moment of the day? Because there's always room for improvement. And sleep should be a priority. You know, you don't need that Netflix episode during the week. You don't need to be watching Family Feud during dinner during the week. If it's cutting back on your routine, because Family Feud is an awesome show. Sleep is something that we should all be doing. And even if you can't find time for more sleep, try to get better quality sleep. I released an ebook called The Better Sleep Blueprint, which I will link to here. And you can get that for free. And that's going to show you 11 ways to get better sleep. And if you implement these, you know, you can probably even sleep the same amount that you are currently, And be more energized when you wake up because you've gone into a deeper, more reparative sleep. So the fourth habit is sleep. And the fifth and final habit for everyone watching is to wake up early. And not only to wake up early, but have a morning routine that focuses on you. The majority of Americans do the following when they wake up. They hit the snooze button, they go back to bed. Maybe they hit it two to five more times. When they finally are ready to get up and get out of bed, they grab their phone, they check their texts, they check their Instagram, email, and they allow the day to pull them. They're being reactive to the day. And when they do that, you know, what happens when they see a text that stresses them out? What happens when they see something on Instagram that they wish they didn't? Now from the moment their day has started, the rest of their day is stressful. You know, this is probably the most important benefit of waking up early is just starting that day on a proactive note for yourself. Obviously, there's a ton more, which I would love to get into into another video, but this is really what we want to focus on when it comes to starting our day off right. You know, taking 10 minutes to anywhere to, you know, one or two hours without your phone to do gratitude exercises, to get movement in, to read, to do whatever to work on yourself. Rather than paying attention to the world and letting the world pull you. And the biggest excuse that I hear when it comes to waking up early is one that I used to use as well. And that is that I am not a morning person. Habits can change you. Neuroplasticity in the brain is the brain's ability to be remade into something new. If you're not a morning person now, you can become a morning person. All it takes is getting more or better sleep and a good routine. And using that as an excuse, using the fact that you're not a morning person is such a cop-out. I went from hating the mornings, waking up past 10 a.m., 11 a.m., most mornings, and just being exhausted, being grumpy, not wanting to talk to anyone, to where I am now. You know, waking up at 4.35, 5.30 every morning, Going through a morning routine, not checking my phone, being energetic and ready to talk to people within the first 10 minutes of being awake. So if you think you can't change and you're using that as an excuse, I promise you that you can. Like I said at the beginning of this, humans are creatures of habit. The habits that we have can either pull us to be better or push us and make us be worse. So I just want to ask you, what habits do you have? I want you to evaluate if you have habits in your life that don't align with the ones I just mentioned, maybe you should make those a priority because if you implement any one of these habits into your life that you're not currently executing on, you're going to see an amazing change in your life. Thank you everybody for watching watching or listening. I appreciate you as always and I will talk to you next time. Keep killing it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Thursday Thoughts. I appreciate you. I will be sure to talk to you next time. And make sure that, as always, you keep killing it. Take care.